Hi, you're listening to Las Primas Dicen. This is our unfiltered truths about motherhood, teaching, and our life experiences. I'm Lola, a 25-year-old mom to my two girls, Olivia and Elena, a wife, an eighth-grade teacher, and I'm here to show that there's beauty in the struggle. And I'm Pam, a wife, first-time mom to my baby boy, Elias, seven years strong in the teaching game, and a current student of life. Thank you guys for joining us for episode number 11. Yes, yes. We're out here. <laughs> We're out here doing the damn thing. And we hope you guys are enjoying all the episodes so far. And we have a pretty interesting topic today. How do you feel about it, Pam? Um, I definitely feel like it's something that is a little bit taboo. Um, I feel like we're not going to be the only ones that feel this way, but I feel like, you know, it's not often talked about. So um, I know that the suspense is killing you guys. (laughs) So today we're going to (laughs) be talking about sex after kids or, yeah, I would say after kids, not necessarily sex after marriage, but definitely sex after kids. Um, And Just to kind of like start the conversation off, I will say that I feel like, and this is not for everyone, I feel like everyone's sex drive and like sexual journey is very different. Um, But I feel like from the jump, I've never been someone that is always ready to go at a moment's notice. And this is in general, actually, this doesn't pertain to, um, you know, sex after kids or in a marriage. I just think in general, in general, I feel like I find it interesting that guys, um, and this is my opinion, I feel like guys can at a moment's notice be ready to go, be ready to have sex like with no type of romance no type of foreplay no type of nothing like they can literally be out taking the trash and you walk in and I'm like hey you want to have sex and they just are ready to go (laughs) and I feel like personally I'm not like that I feel like I need the romance I need the drama I need the wine and dine I need the dinner and a movie you know I feel like I need so I don't know like I guess like I romanticize the idea of you know like sex like I make it into like this big thing um I think this time goes back to like you know where we also were brought up where in in for us like it is a big deal you get me Mm -hmm. so I think like from a very young age I've just it's it's always been like such a big deal, right? So I, I so I've never really been the one to just like in a moment's notice be like, oh yeah, I jump my bones. <laughs> you're so funny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree with a lot of things that you're saying, but sex in particular, I feel like I just feel like for me, I have a weird relationship with sex. I think I don't have much experience. With sex, because you know that my husband clearly was my first. So aside from him, I don't have like, you know, you know what I mean? I just don't have other experiences. Correct. So, so, you know, our sex life or whatever, if that's what you want to call it, before marriage was very, very, I guess, complicated for the simple fact that for two and a half years, we were separated, you know? So it was like, we would have sex, what, 
once a month, once every two months when we would see each other. So like now uh, that we're married, it's gone kind of, well, not necessarily kind of back to that because we're not, clearly we live together. We're not freaking waiting a whole month to have sex. But when we first moved in together, it was like, obviously couldn't take our hands off each other because we had spent years being apart. And then I got pregnant. Y'all know how pregnancy is. People don't want to be touched. <laughs> and the men, they don't understand. They do okay, not. they be out here like, oh, you don't want to, you know, you don't love me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to make love to me or whatever, right? So that has, I literally had one kid and then technically have the other one like right after, right? So I've had those instances where I'm just like, not trying to do nothing. And then married life in general, just having kids, living your day-to-day life. It's like, you're not trying to be doing the damn thing all the time. You're tired. And like you said, guys, I don't know what it is with guys. Or maybe it's just because you know how they say that, that the men, the man's like, uh, or male sexual prime is when they're young and like, you know, the ages that we are now and that the women then have their like sexual prime when they're older Maybe that's just what we're experiencing now. And maybe when we're older, we'll want it and they won't. But I do agree with you that I'm the kind that, like, I can't just, oh, you're trying to get into it. Let's get into it. No, 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 no. <laughs> we need to have something, a pregame moment, right? <laughs> we, we need to show up to the game. <laughs> <laughs> we can't just show up on the court and think that we're going to ball out here, like, there has to be a pregame moment. You got to do something for me. It doesn't have to be wine and dine, but I'm exactly the same as you. And I wonder, actually, if there are women out there who are not like us, because I'm sure there are some. But for the most part, I feel like every girl kind of wants that or needs that because I'm not going to be feeling any type of way if you didn't give me anything to begin with. You're just coming out here like, <laughs> for lack of a better word, if my mom and dad are listening to this, shut it off right now. Like, you cannot just whip your dick out and think that I'm going to be, like, ready. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so I, there's so many points there that you mentioned that I agree with. So especially, you know, during pregnancy, that first trimester, when you feel sick and you feel icky and you are being oh, yeah. exhausted, like, you're tired, all damn day you're tired like in what world do can i muster up the energy to have sex with you right now (laughs) like like it is very difficult you know i feel like when i was pregnant with elias i don't think that my first trimester i had sex with fernando at all i think maybe my second trimester we had sex And then my third trimester, we did not because I was, oh, there was so many things in that third trimester, you know, like I got diagnosed with the preeclampsia and the high blood Mm, pressure and like my feet were swollen and like my belly was absolutely huge. And I'm, and I don't know, like I was, it was so weird. And like in that, in the third trimester, I was like, and I also had this self-conscious thought of like, oh my God, what about if the baby could feel us having sex? (laughs) That's how my husband was. You know, and that was like a mental block for me that I was like, no, 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 I can't. Like, this is no, (laughs) you know, Um, they can't, though. They can't. The babies can't feel it. The babies cannot feel it. So if you are (laughs) 
ready to go in that third trimester. <laughs> go ahead, girl. More power to you. Um, so, yeah, having sex during pregnancy is... No. <laughs> it, it's a rough one for me, honestly. Um, and it's interesting that uh, you were talking about, like, the sexual prime. And it's, you know, it's almost, I've seen, like, in the movies and on TV where you have, like, the older wo- women that are, you know, yeah, like, oh, you know, like. Being, the cougars. The cougars and stuff. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if that is like an age thing where the older you get it's like automatically that you're gonna have more sex because you're older I I think it's like different factors like when you're older maybe you have more time because your kids are grown so you don't have to be taking care of them and wiping their ass and changing their diapers you have more time you know, to go on dates and, you know, do these things. You don't have to worry about the kids. Um, also, maybe, you know, you have found your career and you are established and you have like a good schedule going. So you're not as tired or burnt out. Mm-hmm. So I think that those, you know, are things that can play into make perhaps like why women feel... Like, it's an, it, easier, like, I don't know why they hit that, like, sexual prime when they're older. Um, also, I don't know if, no, 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 no. I'm not going to say I don't know. For sure, I know that not every girl out there is like us. You get me? Like, there are yeah. definitely girls, women who who are who love sex just as much as guys my question is where does that come from because I think that our lack of our lack of uh like sexual drive or or whatnot I don't know it's because of our upbringing like starting from a very young age like you know sex was a taboo thing that you could not have and both of us Mm -hmm. had sex later on in life like I was out of my mom's house in college when I had sex Mm -hmm. um so I wonder if the women who are more willing (laughs) to always you know have sex with their partners if it's because did they start at a young age were they exploring well, well, at a young I age? I agree with you. I think that it does have to do with kind of like, you know, your mentality or kind of sub- subconscious, depending on how you were. It, it kind of goes back to when we were talking about, um, was it virginity? <laughs> I think that's what we were talking about with uh, Sabrina and how she was talking about her mom never kind of like, you know, put any pressure or gave her any kind of preconceptions about sex and stuff. And she was very like, or she has been able for that reason to be very kind of like comfortable in her sexuality and her sexual experiences. I think that it goes back to that because I feel like since we grew up in these houses where they didn't talk about those things, it's kind of like, not that we didn't have sexual urges or whatever, but it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind, you know? So even now as we're older, it's kind of like, we don't think about it as much as people who are like really in tune with maybe they're, and not that we're not, but you know what I mean? 
I'm trying to explain it in the sense of like people who are just more are able to be a little bit more free in their thinking about sex um, could definitely be able to maybe do it more than we are. How we're like, oh, no, you have to like, you know. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's definitely. Yes, I agree. It's like a state of mind, you know. I feel like for me, absolutely. That's why I feel like I need the wine and dine and the lay in bed and cuddle with me and I need all of that before because I feel like I need to be in the right state of mind and I just feel like there's so much that a day encompasses when you're married, when you're a wife, when you're a mom, especially to a baby, a toddler, like you're just worried about where's the bottle, clean the poop, like how is it how is it possible that like I'm in mom mode you get me like I'm in mom mode and when Elias goes to sleep I am in tired mom mode ready for bed (laughs) like ready to watch tv and like to chill and not Netflix and chill not Netflix and chill just chill (laughs) just chill I mean, realistically, I feel like a lot of the times, you know, you hear those uh, like things like, oh, you know, like as soon as you get married, like you never have sex again, like sex dies, marriage kills your sex life, like all this stuff, right? Which I don't think is true at all. But I feel like, especially when you do have kids, like you mentioned, it's like you kind of, you're so, it's not even, not even like the tired thing to me. I just feel like when I'm in mom mode, like I don't feel sexy at all. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just don't feel sexy. And my husband will be like grabbing my ass or like telling me, oh, you look good. And I'm like literally like feeding my daughter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm just here being a mom. I'm not in the mode for, mood for any of this stuff, which it's still like, I guess, I don't know. It's nice to know that your husband is thinking about you in that way, right? But it's not like I can get into the time frame. And and it it goes back to what we were saying. I cannot put myself in that space, like, right away to be like, okay, I'm ready. The state of mind. grabbed my ass. Yeah, you grabbed my ass. You told me I look good. Like, I'm ready. No. And and their state of mind goes zero to 100 really quickly. Like, there is no in between. And for us, I just don't think that it's like that, you know? I think that this is a very important episode, like for the guys, the fathers, the male partners. Well, you know, to hear. I told, I told Lewis, I was like, you know, I want to do an episode relating to topics that like you could put a male input into, and maybe even have Fernando on, and we could do like you know, uh, episode with them. And Lewis is like, I don't want to sound stupid. I'm like, <laughs> I just want your male perspective, okay? So I, I think feel- even this one. We could do a male perspective on this. Listen, I'm going to tell you what the male perspective is. Well, not the male perspective. <laughs> at least at least Fernando and I have had this conversation. Okay. Where um, sometimes he'll be like, yeah, but we'll go on a whole date. And then we still will have sex. And then my, <laughs> and then this is my, this is my, my comeback. I say, oh, so now every single time we go on a date, it has to end in sex. <laughs> so oh it's, my God. You know, it's, 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 um, it's a tricky 
it's a tricky little uh thing here that you know you kind of have to like manage and juggle and you know sex is very important sex is very yeah, important it is. in a marriage in a relationship between partners um so it's important that 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 there you know there's sex in in your relationship um mm-hmm. i i don't know i'm gonna let's see if we can share some tips for the moms and maybe the dads that are listening but also you know um, i'm gonna put um uh like a little Dropbox thing, not a Dropbox, like one of those things on Instagram so that you can share your tips with us. You know, how do you keep it exciting? How do you, you know, what do you need, you know, to, um, to kind of get you started for sex? So one of the things that I would say is, I know this is kind of, I don't, you know, like, it takes away like the spontaneity, spontaneity. I don't know. You know, it takes away yeah. like the spontaneousness of the, of having sex, <laughs> but scheduling it, you know, and that day that you schedule it, like you can say, okay, you know what? We're going to like, and, and you know, not, let's not think about it as like, we're going to schedule sex, but we're going to schedule a day to to we're gonna schedule two days out of the month that is gonna be exclusively for just us to kind of connect, um, go on a date, have dinner together, and basically like the whole day is just us, you know, and being romantic. Mm-hmm. And then the expectation for those two days is that you will be intimate. That doesn't mean that those are the only two days that you can go on dates. You can go on dates, you know, five times a month, but at least two, you want to schedule it, keep a routine so that you and your partner know, like, you're going to get that, you know, you both are going to get that in, mm-hmm. it, you know? So I don't know. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, a tip that I would give, at least for me and my relationship, and, and I think that it's common for a lot of people. I feel like the male, so my husband, a lot of times he's the initiator of sexual interactions, right? And and like we mentioned, especially as moms, like we're not out here like, let's go do the damn thing. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> our husbands come to us and then we're like, we shut it down or we're like, it's a go, you know? So with Lewis, um, you know, we've been together for like six years and for Five of those six years, pretty much he was the initiator probably of like all our sexual um, interactions. And then just recently, like a year ago, was when we had a discussion where Lewis told me he wants me to initiate more. You know, he feels like, you know, he and, and he's tired also of like being rejected. Like he initiates it and I'm like, nah, I'm, I don't want to. So my tip would be when you are feeling in the in the mood or, you know, you just want to make an effort to show your man, you know, that, that you want to do the thing with him, uh, for you to in- initiate, you know, and to take kind of, I guess the, I was going to say power, but it's not power. Take the leadership role, right. And, and starting sexual interactions. That's one that I would say that I've done now. And it's not an everyday thing. Cause like I said, I'm not in the mood for that, <laughs> but every now and then, cause again, we know that our men are always in the mood. Oh, it's ready. exactly what Pam said. You know, they're not going to shut us down majority of the 
well, I would say like 99% of the time. So when you can initiate, initiate so that your man feels like, you know, there's still some effort on your part. And not only that, but like initiate quickly. Because I feel like sometimes you'll be like in the mood, but then you kind of like think about it for a second or like you go on your phone or something and then it kind of like, the feeling kind of like just drifts off. And then, you know, so I feel like as soon as you feel that, you're like, oh my God, now, now, now. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, let's see. I also feel like a tip um, would be to just talk to your partner about what feels good and what does not feel good. I feel like sometimes, you know, uh, we shy away from sex because it's not pleasurable for us. And we don't want to make our significant other feel bad or this or that. So we don't say anything. And then we mm-hmm. just kind of like, you know, I remember with uh, the first person that I lost my virginity with, I had no idea what I was doing. And I and I didn't, like, I didn't know, like, what was going to feel good, what wasn't going to feel good. And, you know, honestly, with that, with that person, um, sex wasn't, didn't feel it it hurt to be honest with you and Mm -hmm. most of the time I kind of just like cringed through it but that's not fair for women and then we kind of almost get traumatized and we get correct you know like 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 sometimes then for the next relationship we you know we go into it knowing and feeling like oh man this is gonna like not be a good pleasurable experience for me because Mm -hmm. because we just stay quiet and again we don't like share what we like so I think that that's important because I feel like for a lot of women and 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 guys it's very simple for I I feel like it's very simple for guys as far as like pleasure but I feel like women you know pleasure doesn't always come from the penetration right? Sometimes it comes from the, I'm trying to make this sound like a not graphic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, like it comes from the foreplay. It comes from the clitoris. It comes from the use of the fingers and the mouth, you know? So I feel like if your partner is just a person who's all about penetration, you know, that's some that's a conversation to have it's like listen it's it it can't all be about penetration there there are other ways that I like to be pleasured Mm -hmm. and I agree with that because I honestly I had a conversation with Louis about that a couple of months ago you know I had just given birth to my second baby we were going through a little rough patch no interactions at all like that (laughs) but we had a conversation and I was asking him questions like that like Literally just having him, like, finish the sentence. Like, I like when you, it turns me on when you, and he would just, like, finish the sentence, you know? So things like that, I feel like are important because it's like what Pam said. If you don't know really what excites you yourself or what excites your partner, like the sexual interactions, which are few and far between if you're married and have kids, (laughs) (laughs) they're not going to be as, I guess, pleasurable, you could say, right? Yeah. But overall, 
communication something that we've said a lot of times over and over again and that's something that even in you know being honest about how many times you're willing to have sex and stuff like that like I've talked to Lewis about that too like I'm not willing to have sex every single day but it's good to let your partner know that it's not like I'm gonna have a full schedule like oh we have sex Monday Wednesday to Friday which you can do that it works for some people but for me it's like okay we gotta have sex like Honestly, max maybe like three times a week, if that, if that, because you know that it'd be quick to be down to like once a week, <laughs> once, once every two weeks. Sometimes you never know; it'd be happening. The dry spells they come and leave yes. inside of me. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so now I guess like for the last few minutes of the episode, I thought it would be fun like to ask each other, you know, like oh, have you ever, you know? So I'll start. Have okay. you ever? gotten like a little outfit like nurse outfit or something like have you ever done that no bro but you know what i need to and that's what i'm saying like since me and lewis we're virgins like we're each other's first and only so i feel like there's so many things within like sex that we haven't explored we'd be doing like the same boring shit maybe switching up positions every now and then but like we need to spice it up a little bit come on now so that's a good idea yeah i have like lingerie and shit but I don't have like a little outfit. So I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna be looking. I'm gonna be looking. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll say never have I ever used something edible like chocolate or whatever in your sexual relations. Mm, I think I did. I think it must have been like Nutella or something. Oh my god that's something that i've never done either <laughs> yeah i feel like uh i did use nutella here is a tip um you know for what i don't recommend i mean i don't know how hygienic i would not recommend women putting any <laughs> food item into their lady parts. Their vagina. But as far as, like, the male <laughs> parts that, like, it's outside, it's like, hey, you know, you just put some Nutella on it, you know? <laughs> I cannot. I cannot right now. I don't know. Or, like, whatever, you know? You know, um, you see it in the movies, like, with the whipped cream on the chest and things like that. Um, I have. I have tried, okay. you know, using food or whatnot. Your mom's going to be cringing at this episode. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I'll do one more for you. Um, done it in a public place that was not your home. A public place? Yeah. Like, does a car count? No, a car is not your home, so it would be like a public place, a- Okay, so yeah, so in the car. Parked where? <laughs> Parked like in a random alley. Like, <laughs> That's how people get killed in the scary movies. Literally, literally, like straight out of a horror film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I'm <laughs> but not, that's about it. I'm not going to go into crazy detail, but when I was in high school and I was not having sex, I was just like fooling around with my high school boyfriend (laughs) in a park and the freaking police came and it was my birthday and they like literally like got us out the car they're like 
put your hands behind your back, like what's your name? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I do not recommend people doing things in public places. Definitely not parts. Um, okay, what's the last question that you have? Last question. Mm-mm-mm. Never have I ever had a sexual interaction in my mother's home. Oh no. I uh, actually do you want to close in my yourself? mother's home actually but in, but in their mother's yes, home yes in my in my <laughs> husband's mother's house yes oh, cool. not in my mother's house i did not you heard that doris <laughs> <laughs> miss doris not in your house not in my mama's house uh y'all know how i feel about that from a couple episodes ago not in your mama's house um great so i think this was just kind of like a fun conversation to just have with each other and just share because i feel like it's the truth and not a lot of girls moms women are willing to admit you know these things and i feel like it's important you know, for guys to hear as well, we have any male listeners, like this is how we feel, you know, and, and if you're, uh, if your wife or your girlfriend, um, your partner is not opening up that door for communication for whatever reason, maybe, you know, you can take that step and, and kind of share your thoughts with them. Yep. And I think I'd like, or at least I'd like to look further into if there are like, or I'm sure there are, but like scientific differences as to why guys are ready to hop on every five seconds. And <laughs> at least some of us girls are not interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, my loves. Well, thank you so much for listening to episode 11. And we can't wait to, we can't wait to have you listen to some more episodes with us. <laughs> Con muchísimo amor. Las, Las primas. primas. Besos.